0: Okay, we'd like to welcome you back to our third and final part of our current event and weekly Bible study for December 21st, 2008. And we're going to continue on with this article from Cutting Edge. <clears throat> goes on, but then Spangler, now this is the guy that just gave the quote about the Luciferian initiation going into the New World Order, that nice flowery quote I just said. But then Spangler chills the soul of any born-again Christian who knows their Bible generally and prophecy of Revelation specifically where he says, the light that reveals to us the presence of the Christ comes from Lucifer. Now, this is one of the titles that Lord Maitreya says is taking upon himself, is the Christ, or the Messiah to the Jews. The Christ to the Christians. The fifth Buddha to the Buddhists. Krishna to the Hindus. Imam Mahdi to the Muslims. He's claiming to be all that. He is the total package, like that wrestler Lex Luger. He called himself the total package. Anyway, sorry. He's like the, the Antichrist version of it. Sorry, a little humor there. Uh, then he is. Then he goes on to say, he is the light giver. He is aptly named the morning star. No, he's not David Spangler. Lucifer's not named him. Oh, he is in the false versions. I forgot, yeah, and the NIV is. Isaiah 14, 6, yeah. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer? Son of the morning is how the King James Bible renders that passage. But if you have an NIV, it's rendered, Isaiah 14, 6, How art thou fallen from Lucifer? Oh, heaven. uh, How how art thou fallen from heaven? O Lucifer. Morning star. Now, if you have an NIV reference Bible, it'll take you to the reference to Jesus Christ, the bright morning star in Revelation. Talk about getting confused, because Isaiah 14 is the biography of Lucifer. So... But see, he's got a false version, obviously, because he's David Spangler and he's an occultist. So he says, he is the light giver, this is Lucifer. He is aptly named the the morning star. Well, remember, the Bible talks about the angel, that Satan can come as an angel of light, and it's no marvel if his ministers can be transformed into ministers of righteousness. If Satan can come as an angel of light. So just because an angel comes and he looks good, doesn't mean he is good. That's why the Bible talks about testing the spirits to see if they be of God. So, he's aptly named the morning star, uh, which is a lie. He's he's aptly named son of the morning in Isaiah 14.6. Because it is his light that heralds for man the dawn of a great consciousness. He stands as the great initiator. The one who hands the soul over to Christ. Did you get the last sentence? Lucifer is the one who hands the soul over to Christ. How much more bold and biblical can you get? The New Age plan of the New World Order, Kingdom of Antichrist, is so to prepare mankind through the workings of Lucifer as the great initiator, so that he can hand each soul over to each person over to the Antichrist. Now, I think this would be a good time, real quick, just to go to Second Thessalonians Chapter 2, I've been talking a lot about that today. But just this is a good little segue. Because they're referring to Lucifer as the great initiator. Okay? When is he going to be allowed to finally initiate his draconian plan? Second Thessalonians, chapter 2. Uh, now again, this is uh, about the falling away. And the man of sin is going to be revealed. And it um, says in verse 5, Remember ye not that... When I was yet with you, I told you these things, and now you know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. Okay, when he's taken out of the way, the thing that's not letting this happen, the restrainer that I was in reference to, okay, Then, and then, shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, with all power, lying signs, and wonders. Well, this is, you know, this is the Antichrist. And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish. And... Because they received not the love of the truth, that they might be saved, and for this cause God shall send them strong delusion, that they should believe a lie, that they might all be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Again, I probably quote this verse more than anything, but it so ties in with what we're talking about here. Okay, so this initiator is only going to be able, this great initiator, Lucifer, is only going to be able to initiate and to give the power to the Antichrist when... He's only going to be able to do this until when the restrainer is taken away. Then he's going to be able to do this. But up until that point, he's not going to be able to. And this is why devil Maitreya, otherwise known as Lord Maitreya, has been wrong so many times, supposedly in his channeled uh, predictions of when he's coming. Because he is subject to the Lord Jesus Christ, and not to his own will. He is just—he's part of the strong delusion that's coming that God said He was going to send. That's what we always have to bear in mind. So it's going to happen; It's just a matter of time. So Lucifer is the one who hands the soul over to Christ. How much more bold and biblical can you get? The New Age plan of the New World Order, Kingdom of any Christ, is to so prepare mankind through the workings of Lucifer as the great initiator, so that he can hand each soul of each person over to any Christ. Um, just some verses for um. Just some verses that we can look at. And the fifth angel poured out his vial upon the seed of the beast, and his kingdom was full of darkness. And they gnawed their tongues for pain, and blasphemed the God of heaven because of their pains and their sores, and repented not of their deeds. Why? Because they weren't capable of repenting anymore. They had crossed the line. They, they weren't, It didn't matter what happened, there was no way they were going to repent. That's Revelation 16, 10, 11. We can see here that God considers all people who have had their souls delivered to the Christ, the coming Christ or the Antichrist, as being of his kingdom. Why? Where does it say that? And the fifth angel poured out his vial upon the seed of the beast, and his kingdom was full of darkness. And then it goes on to say, they gnawed their tongues for pain. The people within his kingdom gnawed their tongues for pain, and they did not repent. So, God considers all people who have had their souls delivered to the, to the Antichrist as being of the Antichrist kingdom, and they are all brought into divine judgment. These are the people that have taken the mark of the beast. If any man worship the beast in his image, and receive his mark in his forehead and in his, and in his hand, and the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of indignation. Don't believe the left behind series where they say, well, you can take the mark of the beast as long as you really didn't mean it. That's a lie for the pit of hell. You take that mark of the beast, you're going to hell. Well, I confessed Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior beforehand. Well, I tell you what, I don't believe your conversion was real then. Because if the Holy Spirit really lives inside you, and you know your Bible, you're not going to take the mark of the beast. Well, but that means i got to get beheaded. Well, then that means you got to get beheaded. Maybe that's what's going to happen. going to happen to a lot of people. But just remember, being beheaded is the door to heaven for you. And there's no greater honor, I don't really even see in, in all of Scripture, than those that were beheaded for their witness against the beast. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony, and they loved their lives not unto the death. Now, that's not a popular subject to preach on, but... It's what the Bible says, and again, it's not about you being Mr. Big and Bad, blowing up to Satan. It's about the Holy Spirit living inside you and giving you the strength to truly be an overcomer. Through him, not of yourselves, lest any man should boast, because that's none of us have that power in and of ourselves. Apart from the Lord Jesus Christ, we are nothing. So remember, he is the vine, we are the branches, you know, we can do nothing apart from him. John fifteen. Things you have to keep in mind regarding this. Uh, so anyway, conversely we see reward the rewards God heaps on those who refuse to allow the Antichrist, who refuse to follow the Antichrist. It says in Revelation twenty four, I saw <coughs> I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God, which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads, or in their hands, and they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. We must conclude that if the Antichrist has the capability to condition entire populations and to trigger response, he would wish on that he would wish on most of the people the fact that significant numbers of people refuse to give into this efficient mind control must mean that God is divinely protecting his own. Because if everybody was given into this, if if all people were truly going after the Antichrist, well, who's going to get... why Why would you not get the mark of the beast? Why would you go to the guillotine? Well, obviously, there's going to be a lot of people that don't go along with the plan. Those that are truly protected by God divinely are going to be, I believe, protected from a lot of these things. But I also believe you should be asking for this protection. It's not just something you should go about ignorantly about and never know and and do. I'm not saying God can't protect you, but, you know, you can be destroyed for lack of knowledge. Uh, At the conclusion of our news report 1344 concerning the occult map of the United States being used in school shootings, we presented three scripture promises that God does seal his people from Satan. Let us now look at Psalm 91 for other reassurances. (coughs) Uh, So if we read, if we go to Psalm 91... So Psalm 91, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In Him will I trust. So the... They're going into this verse, and it says, For the promises God gives below are reserved for people who carefully fulfills the condition... Of the two verses, the promises are reserved for people who dwell in the secret place of the Most High, who depend solely on the power of the Lord for protection. So again, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High, I've heard some people refer to this as the prayer closet, um, of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Um, I remember that some of the darkest times I've ever been through, I would actually envision myself being under the shelter of the Lord's wings. Is is... um, you know, the Bible talks about that under the shelter of his wings will I make my refuge while these calamities be overpassed. That's a verse. <clears throat> then he says, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God and him will I trust. So, in other words, that, that implies faith. Trust. Faith. To believe that God really is your refuge. And your, Well, what do you do with the refuge? You run into it and you're safe. Okay? So, But see, if you don't believe that, then this doesn't apply to you. And I think somebody could be a born again Christian and not necessarily be biblically literate and not understand all the promises of God and maybe not have faith, unfortunately. To believe. I mean, maybe, maybe it's there, but it's never been shown to them, you know? So then it says, um, Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler, from the noisome pestilence. And then notice the firm promise shall, not might or maybe, but shall deliver thee. From the snare and the fowler. But you've got to believe that. And again, God's not going to let every single person have their head lopped off during the seven year tribulation. I don't believe He always preserves a remnant. Okay? So that's another thing to consider. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday we are now instructed not to be afraid of anything the enemy of our soul, Satan, can throw our way, including the most powerful illuministic witchcraft in the world and their high technology, which is what we've been talking about all today. But this brings it from a spiritual standpoint now. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee, meaning near thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. What does that imply? God's judgment on the wicked? That's always a good thing. Remember, God's judgment is a Christian's door of hope. And again, I've done a whole teaching on that. So only with thine eyes shall behold and see the reward of wicked. A thousand shall fall at our side, and ten thousand may fall at our right side. But the true believer in Jesus Christ shall not be affected. And also remembering King David said, I will give myself unto prayer. Also, what time I am afraid I will trust in thee, Psalm 56, three. That rhymes. The time I am afraid, I'll trust in thee. Psalm 56. So if you're afraid, just always remember the faith, the trust. That's really what a lot of this boils down to. Fear of God, trust, faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he is capable of protecting you no matter how bad it gets, no matter what I report on. I'm not reporting on this so that I can get everybody all freaked out and scared. I believe the Lord's going to use this remnant mightily in the days and times to come. I just believe the remnants right now is very small. Because there's too many cares of the world, and there's too many things and distractions. People don't really have to be focused, particularly in America. I'm not saying if you live in China and you're hearing this, that's the case, or in some other countries where persecution's very heavy. Uh, I'm not saying that for you at all, but I'm talking about in America. You know, we just don't. We you have to be, you have to take it upon yourself to to pursue these things because if you follow the world in any way, shape, or form, the world's just going to take you away from all this and say, oh, don't worry about this. It doesn't matter. Don't wor- don't concern yourself with these things. So the last article is entitled Total Population Control. <clears throat> this is more documentation of what we're talking about here. This is a highly revealing, insightful overview of the ELF-Gwen Towers and the Harp interconnection, which also connects to this silent sound thing that we talked about which they're going to probably use with the digital TV. It was posted some time ago on Al Balik's website before Al went off the air. Um, This is by Nicholas Jones. This is from all the way back in July of 2002. He goes on to say, the Earth is wrapped in a donut-shaped magnetic field. Circular lines of magnetic flux continuously descend into the North Pole and emerge from the South Pole. The ionosphere, an an electromagnetic wave conductor which is 62 miles above the Earth, consists of a layer of electronically charged particles acting as a shield from solar wind. So that's what the ionosphere is that heart pumps all the power into. Natural waves are created which result from the electrical activity in the atmosphere. They are thought to be caused by multiple lightning storms. Collectively, these waves are called the Schumann resonance. These are extremely low-frequency, Waves that naturally exist in the Earth's electromagnetic cavity, which is the space between the ground and the ionosphere. These Earth brain waves are identical to the frequency spectrum of our human brain waves. The Lord designed living beings to resonate to the 11 natural Schumann resonance frequencies. The ionosphere is being manipulated by the US government scientists using the Alaskan transmitter called HARP which sends focused, radiated power to heat up sections of the ionosphere, which bounces power down again. The ELF waves produced from harp, which target on selected areas, can weather, engineer, and create mood changes affecting millions of people. And again, this is more the mind control. The intended wattage is at over 1,700 billion watts of power. 64 elements in the ground modulate with variation, the geometric waves naturally coming from the ground. The Earth's natural brain rhythm rhythm above is balanced with these. These are the same minerals found in red blood corpuscles. There is a relationship between the blood and the geometric waves. An imbalance between the Schumann and the geometric waves disrupts human biorhythms. These natural geometric waves... Are being replaced by artificially created low-frequency waves coming from the Gwen Towers. So, if you're, you know, this is one of the reasons I think people just feel not good. Just you know, you can feel depressed, low energy. A lot of this is all of these artificially created that are affecting us. Now, these are electrical waves that we're dealing with. Okay, our bodies are electrical, controlled through electrical impulses via the nervous system. The nerves that run throughout our body carry electrical impulses. So that's why this affects us, because this is also electrical, very powerfully electrically. The GWEN, or Ground Wave Emergency Network, transmitters placed 200 miles apart across the USA allow specific frequencies to be tailored to the geometric field strengths in each area, allowing magnetic field to be altered. A GWEN station transmits in a 360 degree circle up to 300 miles. The entire Gwyn system consists from 58 to an intended 300 transmitters spread across the USA, each with a tower of 299 to 500 feet high, 300 foot copper wires in a spoke-like fashion fan out from the base of the system underground, interacting with the earth like a thin-shelled conductor, radiating radio energy for a very long distance through the ground. The United States is bathed in this magnetic field which can rise from the ground up to 500 feet but goes down into basements so everyone can be affected and mind-controlled. The entire artificial ground wave spreads out over the whole of the USA like a web. It is easier to mind-control and hypnotize people who are bathed in an artificial electromagnetic wave. That's why they're doing it. Gwen transmitters have many different functions including controlling the weather, mind-control, behavior and mood control, sending synthetic telepathy as infra as infrasound to victims with us government mind control implants this is another subject we haven't even got into but, the, but they, they implant a lot of these mind control victims with implants that are very susceptible to this type of technology gwen works in conjunction also with the harp fields the gwen towers shoot enormous bursts of energy into the atmosphere in conjunction with harp the website Uh, CuttingEdge.org, which we just quoted from, wrote an expose of how the major floods of the Midwest in the USA occurred in 1993. Just listen to this. This is mind-blowing. Enormous, invisible rivers of water consisting of vapors that flow move toward the poles in the lower atmospheres. They rival the flow of the Amazon River and are 420 to 480 miles wide, and 4,800 miles long. They are 1.9 miles above the Earth and contain a volume of water equivalent to 340 pounds of water per second. They are five atmospheric rivers in each hemisphere. A massive flood can be created. In other words, this is, these are huge water vapor trails in the skies that we don't see. They're just there. Okay? Okay. The Gwynn Towers, a massive uh, massive flood can be created by damming up one of these massive vapor rivers, causing huge amounts of rainfall to be dumped. The Gwynn Towers positioned along the areas of the north areas north of the Missouri and Mississippi rivers were turned on for 40 days and 40 nights, probably mocking the flood of Genesis. The These rivers flooded, causing agricultural losses of 12 to 15 billion dollars. Hart <throat> produces earthquakes by focusing energy along fault lines. Gwen towers are located on the fault lines of volcanic areas of the Pacific Northwest, so these could also be used to induce earthquakes and volcanoes. What they're saying here is that when these floods took place in the Mississippi and Missouri rivers that they turned on these Gwen towers, it cut off these atmospheric. Uh, rivers of vapor water high in the atmosphere and what happened is, is it dammed the water up like a dam does and the water just rained down on that area and created all these flooding in that area. Created natural disasters. Remember, order out of chaos. In 1963, Dr. Robert Beck explored effects of external magnetic fields on brain waves showing a relationship between psychiatric admissions and the solar magnetic storms. He exposed volunteers to pulse magnetic fields similar to magnetic storms and found a similar response. Our brains are extremely vulnerable to any technology that sends out ELF waves because they are immediately start resonating to the outside signal by a kind of tuning fork effect. Now, also, think about this. The full armor of God in Ephesians 6. Wherefore, putting on the full armor of God, you know, putting on the helmet of salvation putting on the you know the shield of faith, the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, and your loins girded with truth, your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking up the shield of faith, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. But notice you have the helmet of salvation. The Bible also talks about putting on the mind of Christ. Okay? Well, if our brains are extremely vulnerable to any technology which sends out ELF waves, do you think maybe putting on the full arm of God is important? Okay? Something to think about. Well, that's not real, it's just figurative. Well, I don't believe that, I believe it is real. I have the faith to believe what the Bible says is real. <clears throat> so, I think we need to be at that stage, because um, we need these types of spiritual protections, because obviously you can see, this assault is so massive, and so encompassing, that unless you have the Lord Jesus Christ, you have no, no hope of, of, of overcoming and um, defeating this evil. So our brains are very susceptible to this. Um, the 7.83 hertz is Earth's magnetic pulse rate, and it makes that hertz rate makes a person feel good, producing just feel good type of feeling. Whereas at a 10.8 hertz, this causes riotous behavior. A 6.6 hertz causes depression. Dr. Andrija Paharik, sorry, I probably butchered the name, but anyway, he presented the mental effects of the ELF waves to military leaders, but they would not believe him. He gave this information to certain dignitaries of other Western nations. The U.S. government burned down his home in New York City, shut him up, and he fled to Mexico. However, the Russians discovered which ELF frequencies frequencies did what to the human brain, and began zapping the U.S. Embassy in Moscow July 4, 1976, with electromagnetic waves. Varying in signal strength, but focusing on the 10 hertz range. 10 hertz per puts people into a hypnotic state. Russians and North Koreans used this portable mind control machines to exact confessions from people. A machine that was even found in the American church to help the congregation, quote, believe. How uh, you you wonder you wonder how many of these big time televangelists are actually using this type of technology? Because I do believe at the top levels they are working with the New World Order. I mean, Rick Warren's a CFR member, Council of Foreign Relation. He's going to give what the, the the opening address to Obama. He's going he's going to speak for Obama. Now here's a guy, Rick Warren, who's, who says you know I'm I'm uh, you know I'm not for abortion. Or gay marriages. Okay, and Obama is, and yet he's going to actually, and yet Rick Warren had him speak at his church. And Obama said this. He says, Well, he says, you know, he had, I saw him the other day, he said this. Obama. You know, well, Rick Warren had me at his church, and we have various different views. And he even mentioned specifically gay marriage, gay rights, and the abortion. And yet, you know, we still found common ground. How sickening and disgusting. But Rick Warren is, is nothing more than a satanic tool of Satan. That's all he is. He is a wolf in sheep's clothing. He is a hireling. He is of his father the devil, who is the father of lies, and of his works he will do. He's going to lie to you. He's a CFR, a Council of Foreign Relations member. I think he's a Knights of Malta, too. Do, what do they do in the Knights of Malta? Do they get around and drink malted milks? I always wondered that. I don't know. They probably have really good malted milks there. Come on, guys. We were going to drink some malted milks today. The Knights of Malta. That would be a great uh, soda shop uh, uh, name. You know, soda shop thing. Uh, anyway, I got off track there. Sorry. Um, but anyway, this guy, this Dr. Analuja. He, he, he's documented how the Russians have used these, and the North Koreans have used these portable mind control machines to exact confessions. A machine was even found in the American church again to help the congregation believe. And You know, a lot of these people... Now, the Bible does say, of whom a man is overcome the same he has brought into bondage. And you've heard me quote that a lot. So if you go, and you go to one of these corporate churches, and you sit under one of these hirelings, or these wolves in sheep's clothing, that are going to tickle your ears, you will be overcome by them if you stay there long enough, most likely. Particularly if you've been shown the truth. Because then you're really accountable. And you wonder, if they're using... uh, Granted, there's a spiritual dynamic going on. There's a demonic component going on. But what if they are using some of this technology uh, in the churches now, or, or over, let's say, the TV. A lot of people say, well, I keep TBN on, I keep the uh, whatever, Sky Angel or whatever on 24-7, and that makes me a good Christian. They really think that. I've been around people that think that. They don't even know what, what frequencies and things they're bringing into their house through those particular things. I, I just, It's risky stuff. I can't even hardly stand to watch any... Christian programming whatsoever. It makes me so nauseated watching it, knowing what they're leaving out. And again, I, I say that, I've said this before, but many times it's not what they're saying, it's what they're not saying. It's what they're doing to not inform and not prepare and not warn. I understand everybody's not a watchman, but the day and times we're going into, that should be a big time thrust for almost every ministry because we're right on the cusp of all of these horrific things that we get into on a weekly basis here. And, you know, the lukewarm church is going along as though none of it's ever going to happen. They're neither hot nor cold. They're increased in goods. They think they're in need of nothing, like the Bible says, of the Laodicean church in Revelation 3. But in reality, they're naked, wretched, blind, weak, naked, before God. That's why the God, the Lord says to them, I counsel thee to buy of me eyesalve, that thou mayest see, and white raiment, you know, that thou mayest be clothed because they're naked before God. They don't they're not living righteous lives. They can't see, they can't hear. That's scary. When God says in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 that he's going to send strong delusion that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned to receive not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in righteousness, that should really make them be scared because they're in the strong delusion and they don't seem as though they have any desire to break free from it whatsoever. I have to come to the conclusion that most of them are going straight to hell then. Unless they get their eyes opened, but the strong delusion that's coming is only going to get worse. I, it's very sobering if you really start to think about it. I mean, I, I'm not saying this because I think I'm Mr. Grand pooh and I know everything. And I everything that I've ever, I've never made any bad statements. Or, I'm not saying that. Okay. It's just it's sobering when you when you really think about it. Uh, Going further, it says, The physics and engineering behind electromagnetic disease transmission are frightening. Diseases can be reproduced as disease signatures. In the vibration of a disease can be manufactured and also sent on to be induced. So now they've got electromagnetic frequency disease signatures. They can also beam to you. I mean, one of probably the many reasons cancer is exploding. So, once the diseases are sprayed in the air through chemtrails, electromagnetic waves attuned to the disease using harmonics and subharmonics will make them more lethal and infectious by sending particular disease frequency death patterns. And I've done a whole, I got a whole email on chemtrails. <laughs> Again, if you have doubts, just email me. I'll email it to you. It's overwhelming, absolutely. I mean, why are they spraying all this stuff in the sky? Those aren't contrails, which are normal jet vapor trails that come out from a plane and usually quickly dissipate. No, these are chemtrails. They're spraying something out of the plane that's white, that gets more big and big and big and billows and billows out until it just looks like overcast clouds. They do it in a crisscross pattern. There's all kind of horrific stuff in those chemtrails. They've taken... Samples and things of this. They've been able to analyze it on certain uh, instances. They found stuff like blood cells, human blood cells, barium, uh, ethylene, dibromide, which is an additive uh, for uh, gasoline, I believe. All kind of horrific, aluminum is another one they found, causes Alzheimer's, plaques up the brain. Yeah, well, they can put whatever they want in there would also be an ideal way to start a pandemic or a biological thing. But nobody says a whole lot about it. I mean, there are some people, but, you know. Chemtrails are being sprayed daily all over the USA in a white crisscross pattern. They contain diseases and chemicals which affect our state of consciousness. I honestly think that's why I got sick this week because we had our windows open because it's even in Florida right now, it's cooler. And there was one day that they sprayed really hard. Now, Normally, if I see them spraying, here's what I tell people to do. This is what I told people when I was even on tour. You want to get rid of the chemtrail planes? Get on your knees and pray, and pray hard. Pray with righteous indignation. If you feel that emotion, be angry and sin not. I get angry when I see them spraying poison on the skies, and knowing that that poison is going to ultimately be breathed in by my little girl or by people around me, I get mad. I get extremely angry. And I think this is what God wants from us. He wants us to be angry about sin. Not to be angry into sin, but to be angry about when we see wickedness. That's wickedness up there. I pray against them. I am telling you right now, I see very few chemtrail planes where we're at in Fort Myers compared to what I see when I drive around the nation, or when I've been around the nation. I've been in some places that it was so thick, it was just unbelievable. It's not that way here at all. Now, I believe that if there are certain people, uh, Christians, praying about this, and again, this just goes to show you the power of prayer, Okay, One person, I, I don't know if anybody else is doing it in, in this town, but I know I am, and I'm not saying I'm the sole responsibility of it going out of there, but I know that through prayer you can move mountains. I have seen it consistently work every time I've, I've ever done it. Um, it, it, may, it may take, if they're really on a rampage, it may take a couple days for them to fully tone down, but usually if I pray one day, they're not up there the next I've noticed that too consistently for it to be a coincidence. And again, it doesn't mean I think I'm Mr. Whatever, super Christian, but through prayer we can move mountains. If we have faith, if we have the faith of a grain of a mustard seed, we can move mountains. The Bible says that. Okay, so this is, should be surprised. surprise. We went up there, the, the, uh, Doug, the man from uh, our, the, our home church here, we went up to Todd Bentley's um, and prayed for about five hours straight. Within two days... The tent, the tent revival was over and they had to move back to Stephen Strader's church because they didn't have enough money coming in for it to go. Within 21 days, the whole thing was gone and right after that, um, the uh, and that was way, way before the tents were supposed to come down. It was supposed to go down for another, I think, 21 days. And within a um, very short time period after that, this scandal broke out and all this truth came out about Todd Bentley having an illicit affair on his wife and wanting not only having an illicit affair, admitting to it, and wanting a divorce. He was done. Two people in the back of his tent revival one night. And it did happen in very, very close proximity to that. So again, I'm not taking credit. I give the Lord Jesus Christ the credit. Okay, but a lot of times he uses people to accomplish his will. So this is just something we need to understand. We're the ones that really have the power. We are the ones, as Christians, who really have the power. Occultists are obsessed with power. Globalist elite, Satan, is obsessed with power. We don't understand the power that we have by the power of the Holy Spirit lives inside us, by the power to call upon Jesus, Jesus Christ's name. We don't understand that, and most of us don't. I don't think I understand fully. But I think we're moving into a time where we're going to have to tap into that power. Uh, I mean we're going to be, it's going to be like life or death tapping into that power and believing that we have access to the throne of God to come boldly before the throne of grace to make our supplications known. So, anyway, um, chemtrails, that's how I deal with chemtrails. I'm telling you, it works. Uh, They contain diseases and chemicals which affect our state of consciousness. They can produce apathy, which works in conjunction with fluoridation of the water, as I mentioned earlier. And aspartame, which is NutraSweet, which is a neurotoxin, which is broken down into um, formic acid, which is sting poison, and wood alcohol, which is very, very toxic to the body and the liver, and also um, formaldehyde which is what they embalm people with. That's what NutraSweet is broken down into in the body. It's a neurotoxin. It should not be consumed. It's not fit for human consumption. Rumsfeld was the one that railroaded that through the court systems. It's not fit for human consumption. Neither is Splenda. Splenda is table sugar with chlorine added. That's what Splenda is. Chlorine causes myostenia gravis and a whole host of other things. i got a newsletter on that too. It's not my research. The research has already been done. It's out there. Go keyword if you don't believe about fluoride. Key in fluoride deception. There's a whole book written about it. There's a whole fluoride uh, news network thing. There's so many ways they're trying to kill us. We are being destroyed for lack of not Satan's doing a pretty good job, even on the born-again Christians. I hate to say it, but it's true. Fluoride disables the willpower section of the brain, the lower brain lobes which control our wills to resist. Impairing the left occipital lobe as well. Fluoride enables people to hear voices as well in their head. ELF waves create disturbances in biological processes of the body and these can be activated in the population once the diseases are introduced into the body from the chemtrails. Also from the vaccines. They're also claiming in here that the vaccines now have implants in them. Do you realize that they can make vax? They, that they've got microchips now, and I, I document this in my, my teaching on um, uh, the uh, avian flu. That they've got vax. Uh, it's like you know the size of a grain of salt. They've got microchips that are smaller than the size of a grain of salt. If they've got microchips that small, they could put that in an injection. All they'd have to do is have a large large enough gauge of needle, and you were never even known you were implanted. Let me just read this. It says implants are now smaller than the hair's width and are injected with vaccine and flu shots. Millions have had this done unknowingly. These are biochips that circulate in the bloodstream and lodge in the brain, enabling the victims to hear voices via the implants. There are there are many kinds of implants now. In one of four, uh, in one in forty, are victims from. Also, from alien abduction statistics, and when this they supposedly get returned back, all of a sudden they show up with these implants. A lot of times they can be photographed on um, x-rays and things of this nature, but when they go to try to remove them, the implants either self, uh, either, no, I'm not going to say self-destruct, but they have all of these properties to them where they're very, very hard to remove, okay, these implants. So, again, these are just things to think about, um... That the All the stuff they're putting in the vaccinations. They're culturing 13 of the main vaccinations off aborted babies. How? What kind of curse are you putting on yourself when you get a vaccination from an aborted baby that was cultured off it? I've done whole teachings on this. They're growing them off green Reese's monkey kidney tissue. And off chicken embryos. They're putting all kinds of things like antifreeze into the, into the vaccines. Aluminum, mercury, highly neurotoxic chemicals. It's no wonder. I know I'm painting a pretty picture now. I know. I'm, I'm sorry. I'll have to stop there. I'm, I'm being Mr. I'm not being Johnny Raincloud, am I? Sorry. I guess I am. But unfortunately, this is the truth. It's very easy to document this stuff. I mean, I have and a lot of other things that we've done. It's a wonder, as much stuff as they've done to the human population, it's a wonder that so many more of us aren't dead or crippled, or whatever, and but the Lord's very merciful is all I can say, and He's given us a body to be able to counter a lot of this stuff. But even there, even so, your body can only take so much. Uh, going further. So the ELF waves create disturbances in biological processes of the body. These can be activated in the population once the diseases are introduced into the body from the chemtrails. So it's like each part of it is like a little piece of the puzzle. Some chemtrails have been analyzed and shown to be creating cleavages in spatial perceptions, blocking the interaction of various amino acids, which are the building blocks of protein, that relate to higher consciousness, and to increased dopamine in the brain, producing a listless, spaced out, lower reactive mind. Basically, the goal is to fog the difference between the real and the unreal. And some of this could be connected with the many UFO abductions occurring in mass. Hundreds have been witnessed laid out on tables and being implanted. Now, are all these people totally nuts? Are, is is all of the stuff that Hollywood's doing about the aliens and the UFOs and the abductions and all the, the miniseries you have, like the X Files, is all of that? Are they just are they just giving us putting forth all this millions and millions of dollars worth of effort for nothing? Does are you telling me that all of that effort has no end game to it at all? It has no no logical conclusion? Oh, they're just doing it for our stupid entertainment. No, I think there's definitely a reason they're doing it. And I've documented that in a lot of other teachings. So intelligence agencies are in league with each other behind the disable, disablement of the masses to such a point that they can't even fight back. In order for the perpetrators to do what they want, they need to—they need the overall frequency of each victim to function at a specific rate below the threshold of awareness. Could this be part of a greater mind control? A greater plan with the mind control transmitters covering the whole of the USA and England, clearly disguised as cell phone towers. The powerful microwave towers can be turned up to such a level that people can actually die. A brain functioning at a beta level above 13 hertz is agitated and can't change its perceptions. If it is artificially maintained by technology to that frequency, is this the linked link to the new, the new Ager's claim of the rising of the 12 to 14 hertz Schumann resonance. These are the Schumann resonance that we talked about earlier. That should be, I believe, at 11. This is inching us toward the fourth dimension. Stimulants ingested globally from caffeine, genetically modified plants may also produce an impact on the global brain in the ionosphere collecting our brain waves. New age channelers say that we are going into the fourth dimensional frequency. We're going into the new age. Remember, the New Agers are saying we're going out of the age of um, Pisces into the age of Aquarius. Remember that song, this is the dawning of the age of Aquarius? Well, they believe we're going to be going to a higher level. We're going to become, as Satan said in the Garden of Eden, you shall be as gods. It's the same lie he told Eve in the Garden of Eden. You shall be as gods. That's what the New Agers are believing. We're going to a higher vibrational density. Yeah, we're gonna, most people are gonna be more and more demon possessed, is what it boils down to. And yes, they do have the technology now to increase these vibrations so that they're gonna be able to probably see into the occult world much easily. They're gonna have their third eye opened up. They're gonna be seeing into the spirit world. They're gonna probably have uh, paranormal abilities and these types of things. A lot of people, and they're gonna say, well, this is it. I'm going to godhood now. I've arrived. It's a bunch of garbage, but that's part of the lie that's coming. The Sydney Morning Herald on March 21st, 1983 said, published an article by Dr. Naesum. I can't even say this guy's name, it's too long, assistant professor at the Faculty of Agriculture in Egypt. He said, Russian satellites controlled by advanced computers can send voices in one's own language interweaving into the natural thoughts to the population of choice to form diffused artificial thought. The chemistry and electricity of the human brain can be manipulated by satellite and even suicide can be reduced. That's what they were saying back in 1983. What they were admitting to. Another source says that we have been fed with the world's says that these, evidently, these computers have been fed with the world's languages and synthetic telepathy will reach into people's heads, making the world believe God is speaking to them personally to enact the second coming, complete with holograms. I talked about this Project Bluebeam. If, if you want to know about that, just key in Bluebeam in the s- search box. It's at the end of, I think, one of the teachings I did on Maitreya. Okay? And you'll see a teaching that says Maitreya pop up, on um, the search box on my homepage, just click on that because I talk about Bluebeam there. Just key in the word blue and you'll find it. Holograms, Project Bluebeam. You combine Project Bluebeam with Harp, Gwen, this silent sound techno- technology, who knows else what they got. And then you have here's the real end game right here, this sentence. The world's languages and synthetic telepathy will be reaching to people's heads, making people believe God is speaking to them personally to enact the second coming. Where have we heard this before? Well, go up to Share International, which is Lord Maitreya's personal website that he's had up for years and years and years that documents all of his supposed false lying signs and wonders and all of his philosophy, all of his satanic Luciferian philosophy. Go up there and you can find where he says on the day of declaration, which is what he says will be the day when he appears to these people, they will hear him in their head, they will see him on the TV, he will speak to them telepathically, and they will probably see holograms of him in the sky, most likely. That is exactly what Maitreya is predicting on his own website. It's called the day of declaration. Just do a keyword search. Maitreya, day of declaration. And if you want it to be more specific... Put day of declaration in quotes. Because if you want a more specific keyword search in quotes, or certain phrases in quotes, you'll get you'll, you'll eliminate eliminate a lot of the, the garbage. You'll get a more specific keyword search. Now, I should say this. The other day I was researching this, um, and that's the end of the study anyway, and there was a uh, Sandy Simpson, I think, from Deception in the Church. Now, he's got some really good articles, but he had a thing on Maitreya, which wasn't that long ago, which was talking about him, and it said, this guy is, is you know, Laura Matreya and this and that. And, I, and I, I went to this website, and it was the most well-documented website of his lineage I had ever seen. Not, I never saw this on, his, on the Share International United Nations sponsored website. What I quickly realized, actually it wasn't quickly, about after about 30 minutes of being up there, there was this one other little link you could go to, this guy isn't even affiliated with Benjamin Cream. He's another guy that's saying he's Maitreya. I don't think he calls himself Lord Maitreya. I think he just calls himself Maitreya. Yeah, but he's saying yeah, he's the coming one, the world teacher, the Krishna, and all this other stuff. But it's not the same devil Betraya guy that the United Nations has sponsored on Sharon International and that Benjamin Cream has been his Pied Piper, his false John the Baptist for all these years, They even took out a whole page ad in the New York Times back in the 80s announcing his coming. No, this is a different guy altogether, so don't be confused. Don't settle for a cheap imitation, Maitreya, when you can have the real thing. Sorry, just kidding, teasing. Anyway, yeah, but that's basically it. Don't think this guy is Lord Maitreya. If you stumble onto his website, they even have pictures of him, and a lot of those pictures are the same ones. The only pictures I've ever seen... Of the Devil Betrayal was when he was when he appeared at uh, Nairobi, Kenya, in what was it, eighty eight? In those pictures that were documented, where he appeared at that supposed Christian church, and he did some miracles, and then he disappeared in a thin air. And Reinhard Bunke announced that, you know, two or three days before, you know, he was in that same area holding a crusade, the Pentecostal evangelist, that Jesus Christ was physically going to manifest. And sure enough, Betrayal pops up two or three days later. That's not a really good endorsement for his ministry. Uh... Those are the only pictures I've ever seen of Devil Betrayal. Okay? This other guy has his own set of pictures that he has of himself, and a lot of people get the two confused, and it's not the same person. Okay, so I've been researching this for like, tch, I don't know how many years now, and I just figured this out. So just, again, just bear in mind, there's a difference between the two if you do stumble upon them, because this could cause a lot of... Sandy Simpson had not figured it out. Because he was still sponsoring this guy's links as though this guy was Lord of Betray. He's not. He's not the same guy. So, anyway, I'll go ahead and end us there. And um, we'll go ahead and close us out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we, we do thank you for this time that you've given us. We praise you, Lord God, for your goodness and your mercy that you bestowed upon us, Lord. For, Lord God, setting forth truth. I just pray, God, that we use the truth, Lord God, for your glory and that through it many would be saved. I pray, God, that if there's any listening to these broadcasts, Lord God, that are not saved, I do pray, God, you'd save their soul in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that you'd give them eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive. Pray, Lord God, that this all be done for thy glory, that you would forgive us for any and all sins we've committed in any way, shape, or form, that you would wash our slate clean, that we would forgive those who have sinned against us, and that, Lord God, for your mercy... To be upon the unsaved, to be upon the body of Christ, the orphans, the widows, the meek, the weak. Lord God, those that cannot defend themselves, I pray God that you would defend them. That your angels would encamp around about them and the body of Christ. To my listeners, that your protective hand would be upon us, that you would use us mightily in the days to come. That we would not let these things affect us in a negative way. That they would actually be confirmatory to scripture. that That you would actually empower us with truth no matter how severe that truth may be. We know that, Lord God, if we even were to die for Thee, absent from the body, is to be present with the Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, I just pray that You give us that holy boldness that we need to do whatever You've called us to do, as we are the body of Christ, and not every part of the body of Christ has the same function. We praise You, we thank You, we glorify You. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.